Hi there, I'm Megan Francis, and you're listening to a sneak peek of an ad-free bonus episode that's only for paying subscribers to my Substack blog. Listen up for a free sneak peek of this episode, and if you'd like to hear the whole thing and hear a monthly bonus episode on the last Thursday of every month, head over to meganfrancis.substack.com, that's M-E-A-G-A-N, francis.substack.com, to listen to the rest. I will be publishing these exclusive bonus episodes on the last Thursday of every month for paying subscribers only, and I'm really looking forward to digging into some fun stuff with you. Okay, so this first bonus episode by popular demand is all about beans. Right before the new year, I wrote kind of a tongue-in-cheek blog post about how my only resolution for 2024 is to eat more beans. I actually said that beans is my word of the year, kind of a joke, but here's an excerpt of what I wrote. The word resolve evokes a white knuckled gritted teeth effort to change something about oneself permanently and often in the negative. I resolve to stop fill in the blank. Not very compelling for me, let alone fun. So I was half joking this morning when flipping through a cookbook full of delicious looking legume forward recipes, I said to Eric, this new year, I think I'm going to resolve to eat more beans. Beans, huh? He responded. Yep. I said, I'm going all in. Eric and I say a lot of weird and random things to each other. So we both let it go at that and each went about our day. But as the day went on, I found myself returning to this idea of beans as resolution again and again. Why couldn't, I wondered, a resolution be as simple as adding a favorite food group to one's daily diet? Why couldn't more beans, please, act as a sort of metaphor for what a nourishing, nurturing, values-based New Year's intention might look like? And then the post goes on to name a few reasons that adding beans to my diet felt like a great move for 2024. A big reason for me was that I've always loved beans, but I haven't really fully explored this humble little nutritional powerhouse. I also wrote, making beans can be quick, just open a can, rinse and go. But to maximize their flavor and value, starting from dried beans with a good soak and a simmer is key. That requires forethought, intentionality, and a slower approach, all practices I want to develop. And their flavor, which is good even in the simplest preparations, can be drastically elevated with seasonings, making beans a perfect canvas for the practice of creativity. Okay, so maybe I'm taking this beans thing a little farther than I have to, right? But I also wanna be clear that I think they're one of the easiest foods to experiment on and learn to cook, especially as a protein source. Beans are a lot less intimidating than meat and they're less fussy than a lot of grains and you can use more or less than a recipe calls for and still have a great result. So anyway, we're now into our fourth week of 2024, and as I'd hoped, beans have been a huge part of my family's meal plans for the last few weeks. So today I thought I'd share a little bit about what I've been learning and how we've been eating them. So before I get into specific dishes, I wanted to quickly address a couple of issues that have come up as I've been sort of researching my hashtag bean life. Um, One is the question of dried versus canned beans, and another is whether or not dried beans really need to be soaked overnight before use. I have seen very strong opinions on both sides of both of these issues. So let's start with canned, because that is where I started when I started cooking with beans long ago, and I'll admit that was usually black bean nachos or kidney beans and chili. I didn't go too far beyond that. So no doubt about it, canned beans are quick and easy, 
and they're like two to three times more expensive per serving than dried, but they're still really cheap. You can shop store brands or sales. I wouldn't really let the expense be what drives your decision about canned versus dried. But food experts do seem to agree the flavor is different. When you simmer dried beans, you're usually simmering them with some aromatics and the end result is super flavorful. And that's the biggest difference I've noticed in the last few weeks because I've been almost exclusively using dried, soaked and simmered beans. So that's where I'm coming from at this point of my little experiment. Now I will say dried beans have a reputation for taking a lot longer than canned but I do find some of that argument to be a little bit misleading because hardly any of that time is active time. You just have to start further in advance. And if you use canned, you still have to open the can. You have to rinse the beans. It's not like there's literally zero effort with canned beans either. I have actually chosen to continue soaking the beans because I've read that it makes them easier on your digestive system. Um, but again, soaking takes almost no active time. So I guess I just think it's a little bit of a disingenuous argument to say, it's wasting your time to soak beans. You literally rip open the bag and dump them in a bowl the night before, fill the bowl with water, and then let it sit. I guess what it does take though is planning. And so you have to know you're gonna need the beans the night before you need them. But on the other hand, a one pound bag of dried beans makes six cups of cooked beans. So now every time I soak and simmer beans, maybe I'm using two or three cups for my recipe and then I freeze the rest. So if I do that a few times, I'll have enough really great tasting beans in my freezer that I can just grab them whenever I want. And it's actually a lot easier to open a Ziploc bag than a can. So maybe it's actually saving me time. I think you can slice and dice this argument lots of different ways. But what I'm doing right now is the traditional overnight soak and then a simmer, which can take anywhere from like one to three hours. There is also a quick soak method that I'm actually gonna try today because I am traveling right now and didn't get a chance to soak my beans last night. Um, I haven't tried that yet. I'll give it a go and report back maybe in the blog post I write to accompany this. Um, so definitely check that out. It sounds like it'll probably work great, but also the overnight soaking has not been a problem. Okay, so here's what I do. Before I go to bed, I put the dried beans in a bowl and I cover it with a few inches of water and just leave it. And then sometime the next morning, I dump the beans in a colander and rinse them and give them a quick pick over. I'm just looking for shriveled beans or beans that don't look good. Then I dump the beans back in a pot. Again, I cover them with an inch or two of water and I toss in some aromatics. So this might be some chopped up carrots, onions, crushed cloves of garlic, bay leaves, other herbs. Um, really anything you have on hand. And you don't have to worry about getting a clean dice or anything. You actually kind of want big chunks because they're easier to fish out later. So bring the water to a boil, then turn it right down to a simmer and let the beans simmer for anywhere from about one to three hours. Now, apparently this is dependent not just on the style of bean, but how old the beans are, which you might not be able to tell that. So you can't necessarily guess exactly how long it'll take. Some beans cook a little faster, some a little slower. So I set a timer for about 45 minutes. And around that time, I just fish out a couple of beans with a slotted spoon, let them cool down and see if they're starting to get tender. I might pop one in my mouth, I might smash it with a finger. And this is where you kind of have to make a judgment call because if you're gonna cook them more like in a soup, you might want them a bit firmer. If you're gonna put them in a salad, you probably want them a little bit on the firmer side. But if you're gonna make a dip or something, you probably want them pretty soft. So some of this is also just gonna be up to you. When they first start getting tender, I add salt and then I keep a closer eye and check on them like every 15 to 20 minutes. 
Again, these are pretty forgiving. It's hard to really mess beans up. They might just not be your ideal texture. Now, there's different schools of thought about whether you use the bean juice they've been cooking in or dump it. I think it depends what you're making and what was in the broth, because if you've got like chunks of garlic and mushy onion and bay leaf or carrot, um, it's probably easier to pick that out if you drain the beans, or you might have kind of a starchy scum on top of the water, so you might wanna drain that. I just don't think this is worth getting hung up on. It depends so much on the beans and how you plan to use them. So do what works and experiment, cause that's where the fun is. Okay friends, in the rest of this episode, which you can find over at my Substack, I share six bean recipes I am loving right now with descriptions of how to make each one. So you're definitely gonna wanna check that out. Again, that is over at my Substack, M-E-A-G-A-N-F-R-A-N-C-I-S dot I'll be back next week with another free episode of The Teas Made.